you're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abernathy. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Electrician Live, the pre-launch shows. Remember, our live shows start January 4th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if it's after that date and you're listening to this podcast, go over to electricianlive.com and listen to the rebroadcast. So, today's episode, I mean, what we want to do today is we want to talk uh, about a topic that I get questions a lot about, and this is the education. So, today's topic kind of is called Education Beyond Your License. So, why do it? Um, and for those that don't know, my name is, again is Paul Abernathy, and I've been in the industry over 30 years. Um, the author of numerous books on electrical-related topics, such as the NEC, I uh, did a lot of stuff for home inspecting industries as well to kind of help them understand the electrical concepts and um, co-author of some books that are coming out in 2020 for Cengage. And and I write a, a an article that comes out uh, that's available every month on the National Electrical Code Changes that you can subscribe to from our website. And uh, it is a charge for that, so it's not free. Um, but um, I get the question a lot. Is people say... Okay, I've got my license, and I'm content. Should I continue my education? Now, again, this is not a commercial. This is not me stumping uh, my stuff. As you all know, I, I have an academy, a uh, trade school online that, that has a lot of programs, residential, commercial, industrial, grounding and bonding, exam prep, uh, motor control. It's not what I'm doing here. It doesn't really matter, okay, your education when we talk about Education beyond your license. Um, I have kind of six core fundamental things that 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 I use to when I teach or I explain or I speak to um, uh, apprentices or I go to trade schools and have a little talk about the future of what what the future lies for them or the opportunities they have. And I don't do that as much today, but I used to do that quite a bit at some of the vocational schools. They had me come in and speak uh, during an open house. Uh, when new prospective students are coming there and whatever about the future that you could have in this industry. And of course, I, you know, I've been all over it from a master electrician, uh, owning my electrical contracting businesses, uh, doing commercial, light commercial, some industrial, but also in the uh, inspection world, uh, as well as the plan review world, engineering, and then, of course, manufacturers, representative, and all these different things. I've, I've had a, a little bit of a taste of everything. And, and of course, being an electrician as my core fundamental uh, is what allowed these opportunities for me at all these different steps in my career over 30 plus years. And so all of that to me is all tied directly to taking my education beyond my license. Uh, getting a license is the entry level into the trade, right? So if I become an apprentice, and in many states you have to have a license to be an apprentice, um, you you're basically have this level of entrance that the state licensing board wants to make sure that you have enough basic understanding to improve your knowledge. That, that's really what it is. And so once you become an apprentice, your journey just begins. And you start learning from an, uh, a, a mentor, a journeyman or master that's mentoring you to learn the trade. Hopefully they teach you uh, the right things and not the wrong things. Um, and uh, But then you get enough knowledge to understand what is right from wrong. And that's where the education comes in. Uh, now, back when I was in school, back in high school, I was in electrical programs and I was taking night classes that weren't required. They were apprenticeship program classes. 
But I was taking them anyway because I wanted to further my knowledge. I wanted to be just a little bit better than the next guy. I wanted my resume to be a little bit better. I wanted to be able to quickly analyze a situation and be able to give the answer because it reduces your stress. So that kicks me into the some of the, the topics that, on today's podcast uh, of why do it? Why continue your education? Do you just get your license and then you're so focused on work that your mind now shuts off to learning additional information. And that's not the way to be, in my opinion. Others can disagree. They see a lot of old-time electricians will say, hey, I've been licensed for so many years. I got my license. I learned my education's in the field doing it with my hands. And that's fine. That, that might stimulate you. But in today's society, the younger generation that's coming along, electricians, tradespeople, they're in their 20s and 30s and less, um, really have to be mentally stimulated. And because there's so many people involved in this trade now, and it's such a wonderful trade. Electrical is, to me, the greatest profession uh, there is. I love it. Um, uh, and I've been able, blessed again, to move through different aspects of it. And interesting enough, uh, you know, the people that do it with their hands sometimes don't have a good understanding of the the electrical codes related around it as part of the educational purpose. But it's not just codes, it's the educational part. Um, and And so I'm blessed enough that I worked with my hands. I still have the cuts to prove it. And and, and, and to turn around and move into a code realm and be able to give back and try to teach that area that was lacking for people that learn the hands-on, but they don't really learn the code um, and realize that many times we get paid to do it once. We don't get paid to do it twice. So that takes me into this concept. So why, if you're newly licensed or you've been licensed for a while, why should you continue education? Well, one of the things that is required in most states is at least continuing ed. So you have to go back and and do three hours, four hours, 16 hours, depending on the state. You have to get your continuing education credits. Now, again, you'll notice that that continuing ed is very much code-based, okay? Uh, And it may be some state licensing rules. Um, But you notice that the people that say, well, those that teach or those that do code can't do anymore, of course, that's ignorant, but they don't know any better, and it's, you know, bless their heart. Reality is they have done it and they've moved into a progression in their career and they're moving more codes. Uh, there's only so many wire nuts you can twist, okay? There's only so much raceways you can install before you're like, dude, it's a raceway, okay? What's special about it? You know, I can do a saddle bend, okay? I, I can I can do an offset. Oh, really? I mean, I, I mean, I love it. It's, it's a wonderful thing and some people make it look artistry. It looks beautiful, but at the end of the day, you know, some people want to progress to different areas and you've done it, been there, done that. I might do that every day, but I want to progress knowledge wise. So code is a great way to progress because um, codes get highly technical, but it doesn't have to be codes. I mean, you can continue your education by going in and learning a different segment of your electrical industry. In other words, you're an electrician, you do residential Education continue into the commercial or into the industrial realm, even in the motor control realm. You could be venturing into PV, photovoltaic, or or wind turbine generation. Uh, there's or ESS, emergency systems with flywheels, and and you know maybe you're going to specialize in generators or or something like. So there's so many avenues that many people never touch. Okay, um, there's people that have been electricians their entire life, but have never done a fire pump. Um, installation. Okay. So they, they don't understand it. And so, 
Um, that's what I mean by always continuing your education. So it's not always about just electrical code. It's any type of education is a good opportunity. Take every opportunity you get. Yes, it costs money for a course or, or to attend a seminar or do something, but it's an investment because you might get one little nugget of information out there that can save you down the road or allow you to have some knowledge that you can pass on to somebody else, and that's always a beautiful thing. All right, so let's talk about why we do it. Now, one of the reasons why you might want to continue your education is for job advancement. Maybe you're in the in a in a job and, and you know it's not anything that you need credits for, but you need to show your employer or somebody that you're involved in some kind of training that's that you're really focused on on improving your knowledge. And, and in that scenario, you're able to take it and get a certificate of completion. And when you get it, you present it to your employer and you look better for the potential for a job advancement. Um, if it was in, you know, I can relate, let's say, to the code realm, understanding codes better, you you allowed to, to say, look, I, I know codes better, so I'm going to move up and I want to move up in the company. Uh, maybe, you know, you, you get move into uh, estimating because, you know, estimating is not just about measuring raceways and conductors. They have to know some code aspects and that might move you from an inside office to an uh, from an outside office and the elements to inside. I don't know. But job advancement is always a reason to in, always further your education and take the opportunity to take any class that you can take. Uh, the next thing that we do. Uh, is probably it probably could have been number one uh, is reduce install errors as a company as an owner as a as a project manager uh, I'm ultimately the buck stops with whoever's ahead of that project and doing something more than once is really detrimental to the bottom line right because the labor costs today whether you're union or non-union uh, it, it's ex- enormous. Uh, the burdens that have to be paid for matching insurances or whatever and the times, uh, you have to do things efficiently. And if you further your education, for example, taking a course or understanding grounding and bonding better, then you lessen the chances that you'll do something wrong and you have to do it a second time uh, or you size something incorrectly and it doesn't go right and the lawsuit comes out. So furthering your education always is an aspect of reducing install errors okay that's kind of one thing about education is to make sure that you're doing it right the first time right so the next thing on my list number three is reducing bs on site now when i say reducing bs there's always somebody on a site you know them you know you might be him or her that think they know everything uh and a lot of times that can get people in trouble is relying on that person that supposedly knows everything. There's a difference between subtle knowledge and um, uh, I guess I should say extravagant knowledge or whatever it is where somebody throws their opinion down your throat every second of the day. Some of you might be shaking your head going, Paul, aren't you that guy? No, um, I'm just an educator. But there is always that one person on site that's hard to deal with because they know everything. Well, that's fine. But if you increase your knowledge, then you can wade through the BS on that site. And if you can wade through the BS and you can find out whether they're, somebody's full of crap or not, then you might be in a position to explain that to the supervisor, foreman, project manager, owner, and say, you know, this is actually what the code says, uh, and uh, so-and-so is not actually right, and that could cost you a problem. Now, you're not stabbing so-and-so in the back. 
you're just being a good employee and you're being a studious of the expenses that that company has and that can make you look good. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be tied to the BS that might happen that causes something to go wrong. Okay, something that's not sized properly and you know it and the guys or girls spouting it off that this is code, this is right, this is, and you know that they, uh, you gain more knowledge and you're like, that's BS. And don't be afraid to say BS, okay? That's the other thing that I noticed in this industry is that when somebody speaks, and, and I like to do what's called impromptu lessons all over the country. You have some educators, for example, that get on a stage and they don't want you to question them. I love to be questioned. If you've not read some of my responses on my YouTube channel or or emailed me or whatever, you know that I do not take the status quo for anything. Everybody's entitled to opinion, and I'll give you my opinion. Some people don't like me for that, and I don't care, but I give my opinion. Now, what I don't like is if I give my opinion and somebody comes back with their opinion, but they try to cram their opinion down my throat as being the only possible option, and that I do not like, and I've lost plenty of friends over that type of situation. It's not me. I like to weigh out the BS and I'll call it out. If I'm in a meeting, it doesn't matter what level. In a company I'm with now, I will call BS if it's BS, okay? But you have to be prepared to spout a retort that's actually not BS and it's and it's based in some factual information. And as you get better and as you do your education, you will be able to just on a fly, uh, trust me, you'll be able to just uh, have a tit-for-tat discussion and you just roll the code or roll a situation or roll something you've learned in an educational class right off your tongue. All right. And so that's the benefit of education is you can wade through the BS. Okay. Uh, The next thing is, um, I think it's pretty important, at least it was for me, is to be that go-to employee. So as you start becoming knowledgeable, you're not that guy that's spouting the BS As you increase your education and you start submitting this education to your HR or to wherever you're at and you're you're getting recognition for the fact that you're aggressively trying to to gain more knowledge and improve yourself and your knowledge base, everybody wants to learn. We go through life and we're here such a short amount of time that some people will look at it as, oh, it's exhausting to try to continually learn. And other people look at it and go, I love to learn something new. And I always tell people, anywhere I go, I like to think I have a repository of knowledge of 80% of, of electrical. I just, I don't know where the number comes from, but I'll say that. And when I hear somebody else say something and I don't know, and I get some little nugget of wisdom, I lock that in my repository. And all I'm doing is filling up my repository of knowledge. So then at that point, I might be at 83% or 84 Then once I get to the point where I think that I've learned everything, trust me, all of a sudden, I learned something new from somebody and I just realize, oh, maybe I'm not at 100. I got to drop back down. It's just the concept of always being at a position that you, there's always something to learn. I learn something new every day. Okay. And hopefully, when my training and things that I do, that I give that back to somebody and they learn something new every day. Okay. So that's number four. Uh, be that go to employee because you believe it or not, if you're subtle about it, you do their education, you, you, you offer your advice. You do it in a certain way that's not overimposing, but you do it enough and you're right enough because of your education, then you will slowly become that go-to person. And that's going to only ring benefits for you, I promise you, uh, down the road. Uh, the next one, number five, uh, is probably a big one for most people. 
And it's probably the biggest one that I get from people who ask me, Paul, how can you work for a major manufacturer as a head of their codes and standards? How can you do podcasts all the time? How can you, when you're off, fly somewhere and do a training course and and then do videos? And I mean, how can you do all this? And how do you have time for anything? Uh, and my response to that is item number five is called reducing stress. The sheer fact that you know a subject matter so well because you study it your whole life or you're constantly improving your education, you reduce your stress because you just know the answers or I know where to go to get the answers quickly Okay, in the code book. So when I teach people code for exam prep, for example, I do not teach people to memorize stuff. There's some people that do and there's nothing wrong with that if your goal is to only get your license. That's fine. But all the courses that I offer um, are carefully selected because they have an effort to teach people the long-term retention of the code as it relates to the electrical industry. Now, we also teach the electrical aspects of installations, quality of workmanship, and all. but at the end of the day, it's designed for, and that's why you get access to it for a year. It's, a, it's supposed to be a, pro, a progression where as you start learning these things, your stress level goes really goes down. Uh, when I teach people to take an exam, for example, and we go through the program and you learn to understand the code a little better, and I don't expect you to learn everything in that book. Lord knows I don't know everything in that book. But what you do understand is how to put the pieces together and how to identify the question. And when you take an exam and we teach you to do it in different waves, you know, you know, you probably heard my podcast or watched my video when I talk about taking an exam in different waves, um, it reduces your stress. And anytime you can reduce your stress in your job, it's going to make you better at that job. And education beyond your license is what's going to do that. Uh, when I was a plans examiner uh, for the city of Richmond and then ultimately the engineer too for them, uh, it was probably the easiest job I ever had. And I got a lot of complicated drawings, but it got to the point in my career where I was so good at it that I could literally look at a plan. And I, I swear to you, I kid you not, it literally felt like the, the, the code violations or calculations would simply jump off the page at me the moment I opened it up. And so, you know, it was nothing for me to whip through a, you know, 50 page blueprint uh, in no time finding all these violations um, that needed to be corrected by the engineer. No disrespect to the engineer, but these were code issues. And a lot of times the engineers don't really get code as they go through school. They more design and it's all good. That's what we're here for. We're all here to educate everybody. But it, but it was an easier job for me, less stress, because I knew that I could do that job and I could multitask because I didn't have to overly think it. And so inspectors, electricians that learn the code or, or extend their education, it just becomes a no-brainer. And you, there's no way you can't reduce your stress in life in your job. And it makes your job more happier to be at. It really does. By simply lowering that stress by improving your knowledge. I mean, it's a simple concept. Uh, so the next one and the last one is number six is it free up it frees up the mind for exterior growth. And again, that kind of dovetails into the one we just talked about: stress uh, reducing stress. Is look if you have a good knowledge of a subject matter, and it's so much easier to to learn. Uh, other things and free up the mind so that you're not totally bogged down in one simple area uh, of learning. It allows you to be free. And so the more you understand things, uh, grounding and bonding, for example, or understanding generators or understanding transformers, it literally 
eases up that area of your mind so that when you ever get that random question about a transformer, that you fully know that I've got this. I don't have to stress this. That little meter on your stress meter doesn't even move a tick. And now you're like, boom, easy, next. And you go on to something else. So it's almost like in your mind, you, you lock away that knowledge base. That doesn't mean you have you, you don't need to refresh it every now and then because we all kind of can get forgetful. Um, but it just frees up your mind to be able to have more exterior growth and learn other different types of education, again, beyond your license. And that, that ends up being a beautiful thing. So those are kind of the six things that, you know, should you extend your, your knowledge beyond once you get your license? Absolutely. If you stop and you just say, I've got my license and I'm done, uh, then that's a shame because there's so many other opportunities for you out there to broaden your knowledge base to get a better understanding. So hopefully you uh, venture out and do those. Take every class that you can find. Again, money is money, and I know it's tight, but you can't take it with you. The education you get for a lifetime. So anytime that you invest in a course, a seminar, a training event, whatever it is, uh, it's an investment in you. It's an investment in your future. It's an investment in your knowledge. Uh, it's going to reduce your stress. It's going to it's going to uh, reduce potential errors on a job site. It's going to make you the go-to employee. Again, it's going to reduce your stress overall because you got this. You know this. Um, and again, it's going to help your job advancement. Uh, or if your your goal is to become an owner, it's really going to set your foundation for you to have that knowledge to to maybe the other education is not just electrical. Maybe you're going to business management. Make you take a course at night at a community college on uh, accounting that'll help you run a business better. Uh, all these type of things all fall in the same concept of education beyond your license, and you should always keep moving forward. Hopefully you got something out of this, folks. Um, it's here on the holiday season. I want to wish you all a super wonderful and blessed holiday, and we will see you in 2020. And I remind you that our live shows, Electrician Live, starting January 4th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, on electricianlive.com or on masterthenec.com. We look forward to you calling in using Skype. The buttons are on the website on, ma- on electricianlive.com. You just click on the button. If you've got Skype on your computer or desktop or phone, it'll launch it and you can connect with us. Till next time, folks, stay safe. God bless. You've been listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul 